Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mech and the Mech, making entrepreneurship core at the Mason Enterprise Center. I'm your host, Alex Yoon. In today's episode, we have Judy Freeman joining us as she's going to talk to us about the six steps to a better business. Hello, Judy. Can you please give us a brief introduction about yourself? Sure. My name is Judy Freeman, and I'm a business and executive coach with Action Coach. I've been in my coaching practice for over five years now. Prior to being a coach, I have over 20 years of business experience, which runs from being a CPA when I first started out to spending most of my career in sales and marketing, along with an MBA in marketing. And that certainly helps provide me with a foundation for my coaching practice, along with the Action Coach franchise that I own. What are the biggest challenges that small and mid-sized business owners face? Well, now that we're in the new economy, uh, small and mid-sized business owners need to take a look at how they're doing business now which means they need to start off by looking at their financials and making some adjustments in terms of their goals and their priorities. Um, by that I mean how can they better use the resources that they have, both their teams and their marketing and other resources. So I see my clients being extremely effective in this economy, but it's that we've taken a whole new look at how they're spending money and how they're using such, such key things as marketing in terms of social media and other uh, cost-effective ways to get to their results. How does the six steps to a better business help address their own business? At Action, we have what we call a six steps to better business. And it's a simple framework to look at the business so that business owners can get a clearer understanding of where they are today and where they ultimately want to be at the end, quote unquote, of this business venture. So to briefly explain the six steps, it starts off with mastery, niche, leverage, team, synergy, and results. And again, this provides a framework for the business owners to prioritize where they are and focus on the things that are most important to take them to the next level. Can you explain mastery in more detail? Sure. At the mastery step, the business owner is trying to get recurring profitable results from the business. So what that means is we want to have financial profitability on an ongoing basis. We want to have consistent delivery of the product and services, a fundamental sales model, as well as what we call destination mastery. And the reason I highlight destination mastery is because it's where does the business owner want the business to go? And if they know that at the early stages, we'll be better able to provide a roadmap of how they need to proceed to get to their ultimate end result, which in most cases is some sort of exit strategy or franchise model or spinning this division off or whatever. But the key is that if we know that destination and weave that into the other mastery components, we're able to streamline and be prioritizing along the way. Why is niche so important? Well, after a business owner has mastered mastery, there's an opportunity to fully understand who the ideal customer is and what attributes that customer has. So at that point what we do is we really work on what's the unique selling proposition of the client and how can we focus our efforts there. 
By doing this at the niche step, what we're able to do is to get greater profitability in the business and to have the business owner improve such key metrics as their lead generation, conversion, average dollar sale, and the, the pieces that are going to result in the profitability. How come leverage comes before team on the six steps? Yes. By leverage, we mean doing more with less. It includes things such as putting together documented written policies and procedures, ways of doing business, ways so that when you hire someone they know how they fit into the role within the organization. It also includes things such as automating and essentially having the business start to run without you. And this is so critical before you bring team members in. Oftentimes business owners bring in team members and don't have clarity around what they need to be doing or what the business leverage is all about. So we really work with people on the leverage piece and then identify what the team should look like. Now granted, there's going to be some leverage in some team at both mastery and niche, but we're talking about leverage in the sense to truly grow the business into what the ultimate vision is from the owner. What does synergy mean? Synergy is the point at, in the business where the business owner can hire a general manager. Everything is working. Everything is in place. They've got the leverage in the team, and they can literally say, okay, GM, go manage this business while I'm deciding what we're going to do next. So they're working on things that are more strategic at that point and have somebody handling the day-to-day. -day. So having a foundation set so the higher-ups can focus on planning for the future? That's exactly right, and you were uh, initially talking about how this ties into the product life cycle. What we want to do at this point is have the general manager be working on the operational aspects of the business, but thinking about where the business goes from here, whether it be franchising or a new division or whatever. So we don't want this business to mature the same way that a product would. Rather, we want to make sure that we are refueling the business so that it does have whatever life the business owner intended. What does the business owner do when they get to results? Well, I was alluding to that at the synergy stage. Essentially, businesses can either be sold or they can merge. You know the different ways that they could fall out that way. But the point is with the results in this model, they are going to have built a business that has value along the way so that there is something for an investor to buy. What oftentimes happens with smaller and mid-sized businesses is they don't have these other steps in place and as a result there isn't quite the asset that they initially intended. So the key point at the results stage is we want results as in monetary results. Exactly. <laughs> they give, give the business owners some freedom. That's the key point there. Can these six steps be related like a product life cycle? Yes, they certainly can. Uh, I've been giving that some thought. And essentially, if you look at it, initially a product has a market introduction stage. And that's essentially mastery. When a product's being introduced, that's the same type stage is mastery. We're doing everything on a small scale. Then as we move a product into a growth stage, that's in action terms niche and leverage because we're really focusing in on who that ideal customer is and we're getting the leverage to support the upcoming growth. Okay, And then once a product gets to maturity, that's the point that at Action we would have a team in place to be supporting that maturity. And then the difference starts to go forward with a product 
it's, there's a saturation and decline stage. Whereas in our case, we're refueling the business and giving it the opportunity to go where it wants to. So we're making sure that there is that continuity of some sort. How can these six steps improve your company's foundation? Well, it can improve in several ways. One is that if a business executive or owner knows where they are and where some of the weaknesses in the six steps occur, they can put together an action plan to address those issues. It's a good way for somebody to crystallize where they are and where they need some help. So the biggest issue is that knowledge and awareness. And then when folks are putting together their quarterly or annual action plan, they can address the issues that are most relevant. As we conclude, is there any advice you want to give to any entrepreneurs out there? Oh gosh, there's so much to um, think about. But in any case, w my advice to a would-be entrepreneur would be to have clarity of vision up front so that they know where they're going. Secondly, to seek advice of an accountant, an attorney, and a coach up front. I do find that some folks try to do things on their own and it takes longer and it's more frustrating. And then finally, I would say having a written plan with some SMART goals is also very critical so that you know where you're going and have a way to achieve those results. So those would be the key highlights that I would have for a new, new emerging entrepreneur. Thank you, Judy, for coming in today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mech and the Mech, making entrepreneurship core at the Mason Enterprise Center. Until next time, make a difference.